I want to say happy Mom's Day again to everybody here that's a mom or acts like a mom. You know, how many know you don't have to have biological children to be a mom? How many would agree? There's a lot of people in my life that are like a mom to me that I'm not connected to. And so, praise God. God's so good to us. We want to honor moms today. I got a little uh, funny story for you. A small boy is sent to bed by his mother. And most of you know the routine here. Five minutes later, Mom, what? I'm thirsty. Can you bring me a glass of water? No, you had your chance. Now, lights out. About five minutes pass. Mom, what? I'm thirsty. Can I have a glass of water? I told you no. And if you ask again, I'll have to spank you. About five minutes later. Mom, what? When you come in to spank me, can you bring me a glass of water? (laughs) Believe it or not, that would have been my oldest. She would have done just that. (laughs) Oh, praise God. You know, mothers are a precious gift from God. And that's actually the title of my message today. Mothers, a precious gift from God. And the book of Proverbs, it says this, there's a woman whose children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. And Proverbs 31, we know, is the chapter that talks about what God considers the godly woman what God would consider the ideal uh, habits, practices, the things that they would do. And we're going to look at that today. But this person that the Bible says is virtuous and capable, that this one that surpasses them all, we're talking, who is this woman we're talking about? We're talking about mother. Or we could say mom, or I grew up ma, and you may have had your own thing. But that's what I said, ma, I was from the East Coast. Hey, ma, some of you might look at that, that that's insulting. But that's the way we grow up. The fact is, whatever you're calling your mom, she's a precious gift from God. The next verse reveals this. In Proverbs 31.30, a very familiar scripture, Charm is deceptive, and beauty does not last, but a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Now that word fear, of course, we, we know, doesn't mean fear like afraid or scared. It means revere, honors the Lord. In other words, this is talking about a woman who puts God first in her life, who honors the Lord. And this person is going to be respected, is going to be praised, is going to impact their family. And I believe today as we go through these things, yes, we are talking about moms, but I believe that there are characteristics, there's qualities that I said while we were praying that we can all grab a hold of. How many agree that we could grow? Right? We could all grow. We all have room to grow. And so all these characteristics, qualities that we'll look at, You want to look at, how can I apply that in my own life? But what I want to do today is, again, the title of my message is Mother's a Precious Gift from God. We're going to take that word gift, and we're going to break it down, G-I-F-T. And so if you're taking notes, just write that down in order, and we're going to fill it in. And so what I'm going to do is look at what are the qualities of a mother who is a gift from God. So G, G stands for gracious, gracious. A precious gift mother is one who is more concerned with the needs of others than she is her own needs. That really describes a mom right there. Moms are typically totally focused on everybody else's needs and usually themselves last. She puts her family first. She puts those in need second and herself last. 
She's gracious and self-giving, not only, though, in the words she speaks, but her actions prove it. You see that in her actions. And so in Proverbs 31, we're going to look at some verses that help us illustrate what God is talking about here, that this is the illustration of what he believes is a strong, capable mom. In uh, chapter 31, Proverbs Verses 14 and 15, it says, She is like a merchant's ship, bringing her food from afar. She gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her servant girls. Now, as we read some of this, obviously you need to remember that this was written about 8th century B.C. But when we look at this, what do we see? We see a mom, what? Prepared, getting up, doing things. She's active. She's making sure that the day is set for the family. In verses 20 and 21, It says she extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. She has no fear of winter for her household, for everyone is warm clothes. In other words, this is saying she's thinking ahead. She's looking at what will I need? What what do I need to prepare for? What do I need to do? In verse 27, she carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. How many know moms are not lazy? Amen. I mean, a good mom, man, I tell you, they are just running and running and running and running, doing things, always active. Why? There's always some need in the home. There's always something. When you got a husband at home, children at home, it's active. Mothers are special. You know, I know in my own life with my wife that she would not hesitate to give up something that would be hers for one of our children. I mean, real fast you know she'd let it go and i think that's a great quality mothers are worked tirelessly with little or no acknowledgement how many would agree there it's true i mean think about it now for a moment i mean if you just stop and give some time moms are workaholics yeah the husband you know he might leave let's say the moms stay at home well, that's even more if there's kids at home and the, the husband gets to leave the situation <laughs> and he goes off to work. The mom might consider that playtime and he gets to go off for 8, 10, 11 hours, whatever. And then he comes back and what does he do? Oh, I need to relax. So he sits down and what does he expect? Dinner and all these other things. Well, the mom is just in phase two of her day <laughs> and the things are just ramping up at that point. Boy, some of you guys look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. At least that's the way it was in where my house. I mean, my wife was busy all the time. All the time. I mean, I mean I'd mean, i be saying, let's go to bed. And she's like, I still got 19 things to do. <laughs> you know, I got this to do. I got that to do. I got to fold the laundry. I got to get this. I got to have lunch ready for tomorrow. And so on and so forth. It never ends. And so we need to remember, and that's why we got Mother's Day. Stop and think about moms work hard. How many would agree? They work hard. I mean, they really, really do work hard. And, you know, they do it without really complaining. They do it quietly, and they get the job done. You know, there was a teacher, and this teacher gave her class of second graders a lesson on the magnet and what it does. And the next day in a written test, she included this question, okay? My name, uh, my full name has six letters. The first one is M. I pick up things. What am I? 
Well, the kids all turned in their papers, and the teacher was astonished to find out half of them put mother (laughs) instead of magnet. But there's a lot of truth there. That's what they're seeing. Well, mom picks up things. You know, she's, she's always behind me. Turn off the lights. Do this. Do that. How many know what I'm talking about? All right. So what we see here is she's gracious to her household. She's gracious to her family. She's gracious even to the needy. She's a woman of grace all around. And that's a precious gift from God. I. I is for intelligent. Remember we're talking about gift. I is for intelligent. A precious gift mother is not just gracious. She's also intelligent. She's wise. She's diligent. She not only manages her own family well, but she also manages her own finances well. You know, I can think back years ago when my wife and I uh, weren't doing as, as well as I am today. I'm wiser and older. But when the kids were little and we didn't have a whole lot of extra finances, it was amazing what my wife could pull off. I was just blown away how she could take a few dollars. And back then, you guys remember when you could buy a bag of groceries for five bucks? That was a long time ago. I mean, now we walk out with $100 and we only got one bag. But I remember she would just make wonders happen, sometimes with no money. And she would still make something magical happen, so to speak. I was amazed at her capability to squeeze a buck or even make a buck up here where there wasn't one. I remember one time my wife, I mean, she wanted to do a special surprise birthday party for me but she didn't have any extra money. And she had three kids. She was homeschooling at the time. And money was, I'm not saying, guys, we didn't eat, but I mean, money was tight. It was, it was just, we made everything, paid everything on time, but there wasn't lots left over. And my wife got real creative. I mean, real creative. And, and God gave her wisdom, and she started using that to gain a bunch of resources without me knowing about it, set up this huge party I mean, and paid for it all, and it was a big, big deal. I mean, there must have been 50, 60 friends out there for a big old cookout for my 21st birthday. My daughter was turning one at the same time. We were a week apart, or my firstborn, and she pulled all this off. And the crazy thing is she even prayed. This is how witty she was. She prayed, Lord, blind him. See, I would usually see everything. You know what I'm saying? What I mean is I'm aware, very self-aware of what goes on around me. And I'm freakishly aware, okay? And my wife prayed, Lord, blind him. Man, he did. I mean, a guy I was helping working on his car, okay? He says, hey, after we fix it up, let's go take a ride. And he takes me to the park she's doing this party at. And she got one of those big dome building, you know, you know, I'm talking about the outside things where everybody could be in. And, and, and he, he drives me around and I'm like, dude, I want to eat. I'm hungry. I mean, why are you driving around? Not even phasing me a second. I am just blah, 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 preaching at him about different things. And, and I remember him driving around. Then he goes way out of his way and goes to this park. And then he stops in the park. I'm still not picking it up. There are 50 or 60 people. And I'm like, I, I stop and I'm talking to him and I'm like, why is my dad here? Why is so-and-so here? <laughs> anyway, and I, I'm still not getting it. And then he got me out of the car. Why will we get out of the car? And so we get out of the car, we're walking halfway to it. And then people are starting to you know, yell, happy birthday. 
and it's still not clicking. And I'm like, and there's all these people I know. And I'm like, and then I'm like, and all of a sudden it hits me. Boy, did I feel stupid. And, <laughs> and, it, and I'm thinking, and she, pray, I'm not kidding you. God honored her prayer. He just blinded me to it. You say, well, how did he do that? Well, don't you remember Jesus having dinner with a couple of disciples, the road to Emmaus? They didn't know it was Jesus. And the Bible says that Jesus, in other words, did whatever he did. And they, oh my gosh, it's Jesus. And then he disappeared. You know, well, God can do some amazing things if you pray. So the next time you want to pull off a secret birthday party, that's what you do. She did that more than once. I mean, she, she, she's done it a couple of times. But praise God, she was intelligent enough, what, to go to God and say, Lord, I want to pull this off and I want to be a blessing. And so uh, could you help me complete this snow job on him? And he did. God probably got a laugh out of it. All right. So she's intelligent, right? She's diligent. She's wise. Proverbs 31, verses 16 through 19. She goes to inspect a field. She looks it over, decides this is good, buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. Knows what is she doing? She's making provisions. She's smart with how she handles money. She is energetic and strong and a hard worker. She makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lamp burns late into the night. How many would agree there? I mean, usually the last one to bed. 19, her hands are busy spinning thread. Her fingers are twisting fiber. In today's culture, that would just mean she's busy doing stuff. She's always has something to do. She wants to make sure everything is prepared for the next day and so on. Verses 24 and 25, she makes belted linen garments and sashes to sell to the merchants. She is clothed with strength and dignity and she laughs without fear of the future. Well, what this is basically saying is, That she works hard, she prepares, she sees ahead. She's not afraid of the future because she's planning for the future. You know how the Bible in Proverbs makes us look at ants? You ever notice that? And they say, look at the ant. Now, I've mentioned this before. Have you guys ever seen an ant sunbathing? You ever seen one just laying in a lawn chair, just kicking back? No, why? Ants are always active. That's why God says, look at the ants. They're always working. What are they working for? They're preparing for what? The future. They're making sure everything is staged and ready to go, right? And they work together as a team. I mean, it's interesting when you study ants, how much the Lord is trying to get across to us. God likes diligence. He don't like lazy. He likes getting things done. Sometimes we'll say, oh, Lord, why did you let that happen? He's like, I didn't let it happen. I was telling you forever. Get your house in order. Do this, do that. And you just kept on ignoring it. He was trying. Amen? Well, I'm glad that moms aren't lazy. How about you? Amen? I mean, if it wasn't for my wife, a lot of things wouldn't get done. I mean, sometimes she has to nag me three or four times to get something done. (laughs) But she's diligent at it. My wife's not a nag. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes she reminds me gently, persistently, consistently. And you know what? That's what needs to get done. Amen? How many of you know guys need a little push sometimes? All the women say amen to that one. All right. Now, what we read there almost sounds more 21st century than 8th century BC. In other words, what I mean is what we read is a description, now listen carefully, of the strong intelligent woman that balances her family and her business responsibilities well that's what we read there she's an accomplished think about this she's an accomplished seamstress chef gardener domestic engineer and fashion designer on the side 
all that. I mean, how many of you know that everybody in the house calls mom, even the husband? She might not call her mom, but she, she's, everybody's focused on the woman. Where is this? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Boy, it's quiet in here. I can't be the only one, guy who does that. Where is this? I can't find it. She's like, you didn't even try. <laughs> and, and then she goes in seconds and finds it. Praise God for moms. Amen? Amen. Praise God. They're women of intelligence. Praise God. Now, F is for faithful. Faithful. A mother is a gracious, intelligent, and faithful person. You see, she's faithful to God, her husband, her family, and her church. And this is important. Proverbs 31, let's read verses 10 through 12. Who can find a virtuous and capable wife? Now, I want you to stop and just ask that question because believe it or not, there's a lot of guys out there looking. Who can find not just a woman, okay, but a virtuous, capable wife, all right? The Bible says when you found a wife, you found a good thing, amen? I got a good thing. How many of you guys have a good thing, amen? You should say amen out loud on that. I got a good thing. Well, the, the, this, the, the Word of God is giving us something specific. Who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than rubies. Her husband can trust her, and she will greatly enrich his life. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. Amen? That is a good thing. Verse 30, again, what we read earlier, charm is deceptive. And it is. Charm is deceptive. And beauty does not last. But a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Amen? Faithfulness, listen carefully, faithfulness is one of the most important qualities with God. It is of absolute importance. The greatest words any of us could ever hear from the Lord are well done, good and faithful servant. Those are the greatest words you could ever hear from Him. It is not our ability that counts with God. This is where all of us need to absorb this. It's not our ability. It's not what I can do. Even though God gives us ability, He gives us talents, He gives us gifts, it is not just our ability, but our availability. There's a lot of people that are super talented. Okay, Let, Let's take uh, uh, singers, for example. There are singers that grew up in a Christian home. That Did I even know one that I can think of personally that grew up in a Christian home and that God had blessed them with immense talent. Immense talent. And yet what they did was they buried that talent in the earth instead of glorifying God with that talent. See, they were not faithful to honor God with that talent. God still had, honestly, a plan of fame. And that talent would have blessed them. It would have honored them in life. But instead, they thought of themselves and what people would think of them instead of pointing people to the Lord. Amen? You know what we should all be in life? We should all be diamonds. What do diamonds do? They reflect light. In other words, God wants to use each and every one of us, but we must be faithful to shine the light back on Him not on ourselves. And that's a mistake too many people do. Well, we take what we have, no matter what it is, and it's availability. How many of you know you all have 24 hours in a day, right? 
We all have the same. Rich, poor, whether we're young, old, we all have the same amount of time. It's what you do at that time. Are you given any to the Lord? Are you available to Him? Well, that availability is what the Lord's looking for. Let me ask you this. Do you use the gifts and abilities that you have to faithfully serve God and others? Well, I do believe that moms, a godly mom, is using those gifts, those talents, those things she has in her life to be faithful to the Lord, to be faithful to her family. And that is a wonderful, precious gift and very, very important to the Lord. And lastly, in our word gift, we have tea. And tea is for tender, tender. Mothers are tender-hearted, overflowing with love and kindness. In other words, she thinks tenderly, speaks tenderly, acts tenderly, and listens tenderly. I know my wife and I, as we were raising our children, as they were, you know, my wife could do things I just could not do. She was able to connect with the kids on a level in a different way than I could. Why? Because of that tenderness. She would maintain that. And you know what? How many would agree that you can catch more flies with honey? How many would agree? And the reality is, is I would do my best to be a little sweeter, be a little more tender. But the reality was, is it just kind of naturally flowed out of mom. And she knew how to respond, how to react to things. And the kids would talk. They would be more open. Amen. I didn't mean I didn't have my part, but my wife, I could really recognize that in her. This is what how I believe the Bible describes tenderness in the New Testament. You ready? This, you'll find this, of course, in 1 Corinthians 13, but this is what I believe the description is. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. Love is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Now listen carefully, because this can describe moms. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, endures through every circumstance. Love never ends and never fails. I do believe that the majority of moms have been put through a lot in a lot of cases in a lot of situations, and it's amazing how much they endured. It's amazing how they stood by their children, even though some of their children maybe did not react like they should have with the way they were raised. And they still stood by them. They, still, they were still there. How many are grateful that God didn't quit on you? Amen. Well, praise God for moms that didn't quit. And there's a lot of moms that had to raise up the kids by themselves, sometimes even when the dad was present. He wasn't present like he should have been. And the mom still ended up raising the kids on their own. But praise God that that mom didn't quit. Amen? That she didn't quit. Proverbs 31, verse 26. When she speaks, her words are wise. And she gives instructions with kindness. Amen? A kindness or tenderness is a way of life for her. She's a woman of tenderness, as I said. A precious gift from God. So this morning... While we're here on Mother's Day, I want to ask a question. How should we respond to the gift of moms in our life? Well, I believe, number one, with thankfulness. Everybody say thankfulness. Fact is, you wouldn't be here without them. (laughs) Amen? And whether that be biological or not, 
who you are and what you are today is because of a mom in your life. Amen? First, we want to thank God for giving the precious gift of moms, especially those moms who have gone on to be with the Lord. Amen? Some of you have moms that have gone on to be with the Lord. Well, you'll see her again soon. Amen? And you know, know this. The Bible says that I do believe that as we walk by faith, as we, and I'm talking about we live by faith, and as we press into God, the Bible talks about a great cloud of witnesses. And I really do believe that sometimes that some of these families can see our feats of faith. Amen? I don't mean our everyday life, guys. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about as we press in faith in our own life, as we stand on the Word of God, they're there cheering us on. Amen? And as soon enough, not very long at all, you'll see them again. But second, we need to thank our mom for being gracious, intelligent, faithful, tender. And you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Not all moms have done all these things. Some of you here today, and maybe just one or two of you, could say, you know, my mom was there, but it wasn't like she did these things in my life. Well, if there's any area in that she didn't come up to where you think she should have, then forgive her. Amen? And, and in most cases, if she excelled in these areas, honor her. Amen? The Bible says we should honor our parents if we want to live long life, doesn't it? I mean, it says children obey. In fact, let's look there real quickly. Let's real fast. I think that'd be good for us. Ephesians chapter, I believe, chapter 6. Anybody correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe. Yeah, Ephesians chapter 6. Let's look at this real quick. Verses 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. And see, here's the catch. Most of you here are not children anymore. But, and I may not obey my mom in the way that I obeyed when I was 12, but I still honor my mom. You understand that? I still respect my mom. Well, children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Everybody say, with promise. Now, I want you to catch this. With promise. What's the promise? Well, the promise is this, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. That it may be well with you and you live long on the earth. Well, the catch is you've got to honor your parents. Now, some of you, you might say, well, my parents are gone on to be with the Lord. Well, then find someone to honor. Amen? Honor those elders in your life that have been a blessing to your life, that have spoken to your life. And, and then secondly, those of you that still have your parents here, honor them. Be a blessing to them. You know what? That means give them money. Buy them nice things. Don't be a cheapskate. Amen? You go out to dinner, you pay. Every time. All the time. Amen? Boy, I got quiet there. But I'm serious. Why? Because that's how it should be. I mean, I have never gone out. Unless my dad arm wrestled me, grabbed the bill, kicked me in the knee, and took off... I was paying. I've been doing that since I was in my 20s. I mean, I was going to pay. Why? Because you guys raised me up. It's my turn. Amen? Amen? Even Conchetta, she gets all mad sometimes. You guys always pay. You're going to have to race me. Of course, Larry and I do that. We go out to eat, and it's fighting for the bill. There's a friend of mine, too. We go out to eat, and we tend to do that. That's the way it ought to be for all of you. Amen? Well, we're just kind of split the bill. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> 
Grow up. Amen. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Boy, it's so quiet. See, I'm not a cheapskate. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Amen. So be a blessing. Be a blessing, praise God, all the time, glory to God. But what we have here is honor your parents. I just wanted to take a moment. Honor, you know what the word honor means? It means highly esteem. It means very valuable to you. Amen? Well, my parents don't have the same input in my life like they did when they were younger, but I do my best to honor them, to bless them, even if we don't agree. My mom and I don't agree on a number of things. But what I mean is we might not agree on things, but the fact is there's, there's no doubt that my job from the Word of God is to honor her. Amen? Now, what does the Word of God promise me then? That if I'll do my part with a heart of love, I'm not doing it because I'm greedy. I'm not doing it because I want to show off. I'm doing it because I want to respect. I want to honor. Well, the Bible says that God will honor me. In other words, I'll, I'll live a long life. And how many know you can be old but not live a healthy life? Amen? I want to live an old healthy life. Amen? How many would agree with you? I mean, yeah, that's what you want in your life. Do what we're talking about. Honor the Word of God. Because if you don't, well, then that promise don't qualify. Amen? You've got to do your part. Amen? Isn't God good to us? Amen. Praise God. I mean, He'll even bless us for just being nice and just loving. Amen? God is so good. Praise God. Now, listen, there's a couple of verses I want to look at real quick. Proverbs 31, 28. Her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. And Proverbs 31, 31. Reward her for all she has done. Let her deeds publicly declare her praise. Amen. Everybody say, I love my mom. Amen. It don't matter whether she's in heaven or not. You still love her and she's there. Amen. So say it again, I love my mom. Amen, praise God. Dads are coming up a few weeks. All right, we'll get there. <laughs> praise God. Listen, I want the worship team to come on up.